Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. E-S-N-Y. Episode 115 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm Ryan Honey with Robert Lettinen. Brought to you by Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. The preseason rolls on, but we're getting close each and every day to the regular season, which kicks off, what, a week or two weeks from today, I think? Right, Rob? September 8th, right? It's a Thursday. Yeah, it's a Thursday. So, yeah, yeah two weeks. Two Rams weeks Bills. Today. Yeah. And then That's you got game. the Giants. That's a game. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Giants. And Titans on uh, Sunday, September 11th, I believe at 4.25 p.m. That's the later window. And then the Jets and the Ravens at 1 o'clock? Uh, yeah, it's at yeah. 1 o'clock. Yeah, 1 Sunday o'clock game. game, of course. I, I hate when the Giants I, – I don't like when the Giants run a 4. By the way, what's up? How are you? Eh, not too bad. Just getting through the week. How about yourself? Doing all right. Um, yeah, I, as I, I, was, I was saying, uh, I don't like when the Giants – I think it's the last three years maybe? No. The last like couple years, no, they, they, I don't think they've started at one o'clock in four years. I like when they're like, I like when they're one o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm a big s- one o'clock person myself. I am not a fan of the uh, the four o'clock game at all. Yeah, because then I get over it by the time I'm supposed to go to bed, so then I could sleep. Because <laughs> it's yeah. usually like, yeah. but no, they. I think yeah, Giants are on a four twenty-five Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, but we just had break news though, like an hour ago. Like we were about yeah. to record and I was like, oh, shit, I got to I should, you know, I got to write about this and this. And but, uh, yeah, Denzel Mims requested a trade wants out. Obviously, we knew that the Jets were likely to either trade or cut him. He didn't exactly have a role. And the fact that he has little to no special teams value uh, doesn't make it much easier for himself. But. I didn't think, I, to be honest, I didn't think he would end up requesting a trade. I thought they were just going to either trade or cut him, or miraculously maybe he made the team. If you know, thanks, no thanks to injuries to other players, if anything came about, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be uh, he was going to request a trade, especially with like a week left in the preseason, like a week left to. It's it's not like I thought he was either going to get traded or cut, and I still think he's going to, obviously, but. I don't think there was a non-zero chance of him making the roster. I thought there was some chance there because I yeah. think you got those four guys, uh, Davis, Moore, Wilson, and Barrios are making it. Yeah. Like, do they really think that much higher of Jeff Smith than Denzel Mims to the point where Denzel Mims is a 0% chance, has a 0% chance of making the roster? I, I mean, there, there's got to be something there. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I think Jeff Smith, I mean, honestly got more snaps last year. Now, I know a lot of that was, you know, due to, uh, you know, them saying Mims didn't know the playbook enough and, you know, 
There's yeah, a few reasons that. as to why they said that, which, I mean, hey, if, if that is the reason, which I, I don't see why they would lie about that, then, like, that makes sense. If he doesn't know the playbook, that's more on him than it is, you know, on anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, Mims I'm, had... I'm, I'm pretty surprised that, they, that he requested, though, kind of like what you were saying. Mims was on the field for less than half of the snaps last year. You know, I mean, he only played 11 games. That's true. I shouldn't just... But... He, because what he had the, he was out forever last year, right? Remember he had the the uh, food poisoning. Didn't he yeah. lose like fifteen pounds or something? I forget the exact number he said. Maybe even more. Yeah, to be I honest. think that was. I think that was. I can't remember if that was at the beginning of the season or. or if that I was think like, it was. It was during the off season. It was like he missed yeah. the entire off season program because he was dealing with food poisoning. I think he said yeah, bad salmon then, or something like that. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I didn't even. I mean. Yeah. So, it's, so, that's, that's so then you'll lose 15, 20 pounds or whatever. And, yeah, you got to put it all and, down. Yeah, then it becomes – it's not you know just a minor injury or something you can come back from in a couple of weeks. Like, also, you got to put that weight back on. Yeah. It's a long process, and it's basically – it's screwed over his entire second year. But he just – he has a – it's a non-zero chance of him making the roster. I don't think it's a done deal that he's gone uh, I think there is still some opportunity for him, especially, you know, is is Jeff Smith that much better, you know, on a consistent basis? If they actually give Mims opportunities to produce in Mike LaFleur's offense, can he outplay Jeff Smith? I think there's a possibility there. I don't think, yeah. you know, it's the end-all, be-all. I don't think Jeff Smith isn't exactly this elite competition when it comes to competing for that fifth or sixth receiver spot. So it's... I don't think the jury was totally out on Mims, but I think maybe the trade is a more realistic scenario. Or a, t- a team might not trade for him because if the Jets yeah. may cut him anyway, <laughs> they're going to wait for that. I, I, just, I don't want the Giants to trade for him because mostly because the Giants are in a position where they can't be giving up picks for anybody, really. Yeah, you know, they have yeah to, they, unless they, it's like an absolute steal. But even like... You know, Mims isn't the Giants need their picks to rebuild, which has been way over. The rebuild has been way overdue and they need the money. They're they're last in the NFL right now in in, uh, cap space. They're like they're over the cap right now. You're the only team over the cap. Yeah, which is crazy to think of, like, no offense to the Giants fans that listen, but how bad they are, like to be in a terrible position money wise. is just Joe Shane. Joe Shane walked through that door and he was already in a bad spot. Like, listen, new GMs, whenever a new GM comes along, that GM is usually in a bad spot because there's a reason why that team hired a new GM because the previous GM wasn't good enough and didn't have the team in a good spot, whether it was financially or rather they didn't win games. That was what it comes down to. And the new GM that comes in usually is in a bad situation with a roster that isn't good, a cap situation, a cap situation that isn't good, uh, maybe a draft capital situation that isn't good either. Joe Shane got like royally screwed when he walked through that door. Yeah, I, I mean forgot. that does happen pretty often when it comes to you know mm-hmm. new, um, you know when you walk in the door, usually there's a reason that the GM was uh, was fired. Mm. So. You know, he was definitely screwed, like maybe the most out of, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of GMs coming in. It's, you know, he's going to have to. But at the same time, at least he'll probably be able to pick his quarterback this coming offseason. 
Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, definitely. Even if even if he's going to keep Tyrod around for a year. Yeah, but like at that point, it almost extends the amount of time that you get because, you know, he'll be able to have. So once he gets that quarterback, I feel like that's when the, the timeline starts of like, you know, of the, the time you have as a coach or GM, like how good, you know, are, are you going to be like, you know, because usually like, for instance, like we talk about how Joe Douglas really only has like maybe this year, but this is year three of Zach. Like if it's not year two now, then he could be done after this year. But, you know, I mean, the Jets, you know, everyone loves um, Douglas so much. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, yeah, so um, do I. But he's got to win game. They got to win yeah, games. Yeah, but you have, yeah, yeah, you have to win games at the end of the day. So and it's they like, have not. So, and if they're gonna be, you know, if Zach is terrible this year, I'm not saying he's gonna be. I'm not saying I want him to be. But it's you know, it's yeah, it, you be it's always possible. Yeah, like you know, if he's if it's another year of he misses some games, he's he doesn't make great decisions when he is healthy and on the field. Um. You know, he doesn't he doesn't grow as an NFL quarterback, even though the supporting cast has been improved greatly. It was in the offseason. Then, you know, I don't think and the team loses games. You know, I think you could be looking at a situation where Douglas, Sala and or Wilson is gone, whether it's all three, whether it's one of them, whether it's two. Like, you know, there, there has to be if they, if they're not good this year and Wilson isn't good either. He's, I, I think there's got to be some sort of conversation whether he should be – he should return for 2023. You know, I, I think that's realistic to say. I think, I think it's, it's realistic to say, and I think a lot of people will jump to that. I don't think it's – I'm not saying – I don't think it's not, I don't think it's not fair. I think that Zach at least deserves an extra year because – Yeah, but if, if, if Douglas is I gone, think, if, if a yeah, new guy well, comes in, a new guy might take his own guy. Yeah. That is own. true. The guy could take his own guy, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I mean, I like, I mean, it's coming from a person that like believes in Zach a lot. So it's like, I don't really want to oh, yeah. be like, you're, yeah, we you're should a truther, give up. dude. I am a truther of Zach. I do like him a lot. Um, you're I a truther of Mims too, I feel like. I do like Mims a lot too. I mean, he showed a lot of promise in his first, in his rookie year when he did play. He like looked like he could be really good. I At this point, mm. I'm kind of done with him. I think that, you know, there's some other guys that I do like outside of him. Um, you know, we were talking before the podcast. Like, I, like I, I honestly am a fan of of uh, Lawrence Kager. You know, he was looking pretty good his rookie season, and then I believe oh, yeah. he tore his ACL. Um, like this was in camp, so he was looking pretty decent in camp, and he was a guy that I always liked. Um, and then he tore his ACL in camp, so I'm definitely like somewhat of a Mims truther, but I'm a hundred percent a Zach truther, and I think that. I mean, I would personally give him at least, you know, one more year after this. I don't. I, the thing is, is like for me, it's like I've seen those glimpses of him being like really, really good. So it's like I kind of want to hold on to that mm-hmm. um, and like see if there's a possibility. Now, obviously, I could be 100 percent wrong. I liked Sam for a while too, and that really didn't work out. So I feel you like know. you weren't like completely out on Sam even last off season. Yeah, last off. Well, I, I feel like you were. I feel like you knew they were going to trade him. But you weren't like you were still sort of on the fence of like whether he could be, you know, a franchise quarterback, but maybe one that's not in New York. You know, like there was. was And so was I. I I thought like, hey, this is. Yeah, so did I. I was like, this is his last chance in Carolina. Yeah. 
Yeah, now he's now he's terrible. So I, so I'm pretty sure I texted you two days ago. I was like, "Wow, he must suck." <laughs> like yeah. if he if if he if he's not beating out uh, Baker for the job, and to be honest, I didn't expect him to. No. That's how that's how bad he's been because you know everybody hates on Baker, but when it comes to a Baker Donald competition, I feel like everyone's predicting Baker because that's how bad Donald is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, that's so how much is- of a bust he's been. The thing is that I kind of realized myself in terms of like the quarterback situation is the reason like I was kind of holding on to the chance that, you know, maybe uh, Darnold could be something was because like, I, I mean, we didn't help him at all. Like we really screwed him. And I think that's a hundred percent true. However, at the same time, like the way I see Zach now is like the guy can't, the guy really can't catch a break right now. Like, I mean, like, yeah. finally gets this – because clear, it's clear as that he didn't have the supporting pass last year, like, at all. Like, yeah, no. you know, he was going into weeks where, like, he didn't have, like, any – like, what, week 17 – or week – was it week 17 or 18 against the Bills where he literally, like, was going up against, like – I mean, he was going up against a healthy Bills lineup for the most part, and he was having, like, second and third string – like guards in and like like what was the like who was the best receiver that was even available like it was like pretty brutal for him so I like I'm look this up is that. the Hold year on. that he finally has support that, Buffalo game. that was that was the last week of the year it was the last week of the year and that was brutal to watch but it's like so I think this is the year where Zach finally has the support but now he loses most of the offseason he loses you know he loses a lot so it's like I think that to give up on him after one year or, well, you know, after two years and trade him would just be kind of a really stupid decision in my, in my point. I think you so, give him another year, but I also don't think the Jets are going to be in the decision to get one of those like big name, like, you know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. So, you know, I know this, this class is deep, but like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. The, the Giants have a better, better, there's more, it's more realistic for the Giants to target one next year. Yeah. And I, like I said, because Jones that, is too, because Jones is, you know, obviously older, and it's, you know, it's as I've said to you multiple times here, like on this show, and like in any article, in articles that I've written, you know, the only way Jones is coming back is if they're good and he's good. Yeah, you know, if he yeah, becomes if he makes a Josh Allen type of development, and they're good, and I just, you know, I don't see that happening. I don't see both happening. Will one or will one of the two happen? I don't see that either. But, you know, I, I just it's the same like you're right, though. Like, I guess like the Jets may not. I think a lot needs to happen for the Jets to be in a position where like they have to drop the quarterback. But I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't put if it at Zach zero. is like a tro- no, if Zach is really, really bad, then I think it's possible. However, I just I don't see like the Jets be like. I think the only way it happens is first off, Douglas has to get fired. I don't think I don't know if I can see Salah getting fired just yet. I think the only way it happens is Douglas has to get fired. I don't think Douglas moves on from him. And then if that happens, like the question is, is it, are the Jets in the position where the where the new GM comes in and he's like, I really like this guy over Zach? Because um, then what are you going to do with Zach? You know, you're going to do what you did with Darnold and, like, trade him. So it's kind of like one of those weird, like, you have to find, like, that, I don't know, almost like a happy medium of, like, what exactly you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't – I mean, it's not like – it's not like next year where Daniel Jones, like, he's up for a contract or whatever. Like, Zach is still on his rookie deal next year. 
And like, so I don't see why he would, why, like, why move on? You still, you're still not paying him much. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, obviously it can't be not at zero, but by the way, that Buffalo game you're, you brought up and, uh, yeah. the, talking about who was healthy. So Keelan Cole was their leading receiver for the Jets. Yep. Cause he had like a three <laughs> touchdown or something like that. Yeah. Three at three catches. <laughs> and then you got Jamison Crowder at one. Uh, oh, Tariq Black was on the team last year. Tyler Croft, yeah. Wow, but Tariq great. Black was on the practice squad and assuming we got called up oh, for yeah, that game. True, true. Yeah, that was a brutal yeah. game. Like that was tough. They ended up losing what, like twenty to seven, something like that. You have to, you have to end your season with a uh, <laughs> a road game in Buffalo on January ninth. With with legit like no one playing. Like, no one was playing. Were the Bills playing, guys? Were they fighting for, uh... Yeah. Well, were they... The first part. No. No, if they weren't. All the, way up, all the way up into the fourth quarter, Jared, Josh Allen was still playing. I don't know if they, they weren't fighting for the one seed. Were they? Were they? No. I don't know. They played everybody. I don't know. I forget, honestly. It's already, like... It's last season. Who cares? Yeah. Well, they were 11-6. and six. Who was the best team last year? Nah, Titans. Oh, Titans true. Titans were the quietest yeah, one no, seed in the I mean, ever. Josh Allen played the entire game. That's weird. If they were playing. So did Devin Singletary, and so did Stephon Diggs. So. <sighs> they played the whole game in Kansas City, too. Yeah. Not good. Not good. They I actually, I, I hate, like, when they, so isn't the, isn't the overtime now different? I forget what, I, I, I know it's different, but, like, I forget, like, what, the um, I forget what the rules were. Weren't they like? Is it? Isn't it like very similar to college now? Yeah. Are they I both thought, starting? I know, they, I know they change it. I'm just not sure exactly what, how they. Is it starting this year? Um, I think it's starting this year. I think so. Let's see. I like really. I remember like. I don't. Is it? Is it like? Uh, is it like. The current rules give both teams the opportunity to possess the ball at least once in overtime. Uh, I think it's only in playoffs. That's oh, really? what they. I think so. That's what they did. Uh, like with the last time it was switched up. Remember when they they went to uh, what it was, where it was if you go down and kick a field goal, you can the other team gets possession, but a touchdown ends it. Yeah. That was just playoffs. Originally, I think there was only playoffs for like a year or two. It wasn't that long, and then they went to uh, every game. But I don't even like that overtime. I, guess. I love the college overtime, to be honest. The way college they do it, I think it's cool. Fine. I don't know. I just think, like, people complain too much about the whole Bills situation. It's like, just stop them. Like, yeah. the defense. Like, just stop. Like, yeah. It's not like, why, do you, why are you just minimizing any sort of defense? Especially a defense that's playing in the playoffs. Yeah, you should be able to, like... Exactly. You should be able to stop. Like if you're in Why 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 does every each team have to possess the ball as if their defense isn't capable of accomplishing anything? Yeah. Like if you're the Bills, just stop the Kansas City offense. Obviously that's a lot tougher that's easier said than done. Yeah. But <laughs> like you know, it's a defense playing in the playoffs. Like you know, just make a stop. 
It's not like Josh – like they're going to play, oh, Josh Allen never touched the ball. Like blame the coin toss. No, blame the defense. Yeah. They like, should have stopped Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I understand that like it's tough when you don't have possession of the – like you don't even get a chance to win. But like you technically did if your defense just stopped Mahomes. Exactly. And I know, like you said, it's a lot easier said than done. But at the same time, like that is the point of a defense. Your job is to stop the opposing right. team from scoring. So it's like what's the point of having – you know, what's the point of even having a defense then? Like, so you're basically saying that, you know, over time just basically comes down to which offense can score more. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, I don't know, just have a good defense and you win the game, like, at the end of the day. And, like, with the old rules, too, especially, like, if you had a good defense and you got a stop, then, like, you – that was, I mean, that was huge. All you needed to do at that point was score a field goal. So it's like, you know – Yeah, the old a- one, the old – the old uh, – the original – Playoff, the, excuse me, the original overtime format was like questionable. I didn't like that. I mean, that that changed, I think, when we were we were pretty young when it changed over. Like that hasn't been a thing for a long time. It's definitely over yeah. 10 years where it's been gone. It's definitely been like 10, 12 years since it's gone, maybe longer. Um, But so you what what day do the uh, so Giants and Jets play Sunday? I can't yeah. believe you thought it was. I can't believe you thought it was like tomorrow. I just, I don't really know like what they do with the preseason. Preseasons confusing. Like, they <laughs> just like, throw no, games. No, no, You thought like you thought you're like wait, wait, wait. They don't play tonight, do they? And I'm like, dude, it's Thursday night. Like the Jets just played I'm, Monday. I'm pretty sure the people have played have done the like the no Monday way night, the Thursday night. No, they have not. Have they never done that in the regular season? I feel like the NFL Hell is no. that type of, that's the, that type Hell of thing no. to like make dude. that happen. You're saying like a team in the regular season playing a Monday night game and then they play Thursday night game. I know they complain about Monday to Sunday. They complain about Sunday to Thursday. The Thursday games are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Amazon must – I don't know how much money Amazon dropped on getting Thursday night football, but it's not always the most quality football. They try to make it, but like trying to make it quality football is unhealthy because these players' bodies are like they just played on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just is like (laughs) for some reason I thought they had a quick turnaround. Like I, I thought when I was watching the broadcast, someone was like, "Oh yeah, like they got a they got a quick turnaround this year, like for for the next game against the Giants." I was like, "Oh damn, really? That's crazy." I was like, "So they must be playing like what?" I was like, "Quick turnaround's got to be like Thursday or Friday, I guess." But Michael P. Really Michael P. Ryan's playing. Michael P. Ryan's playing twice in four days. Yeah. Yeah. Same as same as same as Streveler. What'd you say? I said Michael P. Ryan may actually die if that happens. Yeah, it's unhealthy. Yeah. So that, I don't any, know what that anybody would. would. Anybody would. Like it's it's yeah. it's 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 like you know not actually but like I'm it's it's terrible. You know. But anyway, uh, Jets play Giant. Jets play the Giants Sunday night. I mean, they're playing. All the starters, I think, are playing. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's. I, I think, At least yeah, a little bit. I think Salah's gonna play the starters, which is good because, like, the you know, from watching the Jets game on Monday, you know, it gets it gets old quick because you're watching and none of the. I mean, Faco didn't play. Yeah. Flacco so you're watching. You're watching Mike White and all the backups play and. You know, yeah, and that's fine. Let them get their reps. But, you know, it's just not great football. No. So, no. And Mike, it, Mike White looked bad. He did not look good. And the Mike, the Mike White saga is over. It took a turn. 
it's that 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 stuff. people were, people were calling up WFAN after that one game and they were like talking about trading Wilson. I'm like, dude. Yeah, my boy is so bad. Like, I'm like, Wilson's going to return in three weeks and it's going to be back to normal. Mike White is is I from what I, and also speaking of the Jets preseason game, Bryce Hall also looked terrible. He got burnt multiple times. I mean, one was Kyle Pitts, like fair enough that happens, like a lot of people. But the uh-huh. touchdown he gave up was to, I think it was to Zacchaeus or whatever. And it's just like it's literally just like who the hell? Like how do you get burnt by him? Like it was bad. Like so you know I'm very happy that he is now you know he's not going to be playing slot. He'll be playing third cornerback for us mm-hmm. so okay. that's at least good oh well, yeah but he got it was never dude it was never a competition let's be real no between no. sauce and him no not a chance no. not a chance you're gonna draft sauce at number four to not play him behind the guy oh, yeah, no bryce hall who was taken in what round a couple of years round ago five. yeah like of course when i google bryce hall it brings up the tiktok star the tiktok guy yeah yeah um yeah round five to your yeah, like yeah it was no, never a competition and then that's the whole reason that you when you draft one corner at number four overall and you sign the other one like yeah you start yeah those guys. the second so, that you signed dj reed he, yeah. he was obviously slotting in as a starter exactly. which he should because he's very good and then well, he's the number one corner he's going to be going yeah. against i mean yeah. sauce may eventually obviously yeah well, we'll ball, yeah that's what like, i was gonna say we'll see how long you know, we'll see how long DJ Reed lasts as the corner one, which is actually funny. I read like Sauce has taken like 30 or some snaps or whatever, and like he hasn't been targeted once. So I don't know if that's just like he's locking them up or if, you know, like they're just right. not throwing his way for some reason or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like, I saw a stat that's like he hasn't even been thrown at once. So yeah, no, he's had a great thing. camp. They seem to love yeah, him. No, he I has. mean, i not seen they do love him, but like he's had a great camp. Um, uh, that's Salah's guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's going to be huge, especially in today's NFL to have, you know, if Sauce can live up to those expectations and uh, DJ Reed can play up to the salary that he's getting paid uh, for however, for what is it? Three years, two years, I think. What's his contract is three. I think it's three or yeah, three or thirty three million dollars. Yeah, if he's playing yeah. up to the standards of a guy getting an eleven million dollar. Uh, eleven million dollars annually, then yeah, that's going to be great. It's going to be an upgrade from last year, that's for sure. Yeah. You, you guys, when you got guys like Bryce Hall and Brandon Eccles, and you know all these young guys, and they're they're they contributed to what was the worst defense in the league last year, statistically. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a big step up. The problem so I we'll have see though how with they that, have. the problem I have though with that defensive backfield is, um, you know, I. Obviously, Jordan Whitehead has taken that one starting spot, but are they going to trot out LaMarcus Joyner for that other spot? Yeah, it's going to be I mean, thing is, I, I think that's, I don't know. I mean, he is, I'm surprised Douglas brought him back. He played nine snaps last year. I mean, Douglas must love him. But, I mean, he's 31 years old. He's going to be 32 in November. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, LaMarcus Joyner, so LaMarcus Joyner, when the Jets signed him to a one-year deal, struggled massively the year before. But he was playing slot corner when, like, he made mm-hmm. his, like, money. For Raiders, playing, yeah. Yeah, he made his money playing safety. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he was a top 10 safety when he was mm. playing, like, consistently, like, at safety. They moved him to slot corner. It didn't work out. And then, obviously, last year he only played nine snaps because he got injured. 
So mm. I think the idea with Douglas is, you know, it's, it's not a high risk with how much we're paying him, but it's extremely high reward. If he goes back to being, even if he goes back to being a top 15 safety or, you know, far safety, at least like it's going to work out very well, like for, for Douglas in his mind, at least I think like, mm. and I think like the Jets, really struggled i mean their corners were bad last year but like their safeties were atrocious so now you bring in whitehead joiners now back so you have what you think is two solid safeties Mm -hmm. then you obviously bring in dj reed you now have you know sauce um who got drafted and then in in the in the slot you're probably gonna end up playing i think michael carter is what you're gonna do he's gonna be a slot corner i'm pretty sure and he was he was good in the slot. Michael slot Carter, so. Michael Carter the second will be the top slot guy in this team, and then they'll have Javelin. Javelin Goodrew will be the. Uh, I mean, he'll be in the mix. He'll be the number two slot guy behind him in the depth chart. Uh, yeah. But you know he'll find him in the mix. I mean, depth is always important in the secondary. So Goodrew, if he yeah. makes if he makes the roster, you know, I think I think he will, because they'll probably need that second slot guy, but. You know, yeah. who knows what happens over the next week or so. You can't count anything out. Um, so, yeah, I think, dude, I'm excited for the Jets defense. I mean, I think they have, I think there, I do think there are some question marks. Like, I yeah, do think I, th- that one of the, LaMarcus Joyner's spot is one. That's the question mark I have. The linebacker yeah. spot next to CJ Mosley. I mean, are you going to get – is Quincy Williams going to repeat that same production this year? Is Quan Alexander going to live up to the expectations of his signing? Like, which isn't, yeah. you know, obviously an, abs- an absurd amount, but, you know, yeah. is he going to be a guy that can, you know, do, what what it, what was that great line that uh, Jeff Ulbrich had? Or is like – um. Coke is good. Coke with a little something in it is better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About yeah. getting Quan Alexander. If he's that, then, you know, that's good. But I think there, I don't think there's a proven option right next to CJ Mosley that can consistently stay healthy and consistently produce. Uh, no, I like the, I like the pass rush. I think there's a, a number of pass rushing weapons, even like some of the under the radar guys I like, like Bryce Huff and Jacob Martin. And then Quinn and Williams, obviously there too, but I don't know what you're going to get out of that uh, second defensive tackle spot. You know, how yeah. consistently is Sheldon Rankins going to show up, and how consistently is he going to be healthy to show up? You know? Yeah, so no, I the think second those, tackle spots a big, it's like a massive, massive question mark. Yeah, those I mean, three we'll, spots. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, those right three now, spots the projected, are the projected starting D tackle. Um, next to uh, Quinnen is Solomon Thomas, who I actually completely forgot that he got signed by the Jets. Yeah, he's a, he seconds. was with Salah in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, he was, yeah, well, he was, and literally everybody else also, on the team in like, San Francisco. He was a where did he go? He was like an animal wherever he went, like to college. He went, let's say, he went to Stanford. Yeah, went to Stanford. He was round one, pick three. Yeah, he was a third overall. Solomon Thomas. Yeah. He was, yeah, uh, I forgot. What I year was that? I forgot he existed. 2017. I think it was, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was 2017. Yeah, right? he was crazy at Stanford. He was, yeah. he, he was, uh, and then he just has not panned out, really. I mean, there no, there have no. been, uh, he's had injuries, though. Yeah. And he I has mean, had multiple yeah. injuries. I mean, the I Jets also, was, again, the, the Jets did a lot of that where they were taking the low, low price, high reward type mm-hmm. of, you know, 
you know, type of type of that's that's the way they went, which is fair, which is you know a good way to kind of do it. Um, but yeah, the thing just, about like, that defensive tackle spot, it's kind of funny. The thing about the linebacker, well, the thing about the linebacker spot that I have a question that that is questionable for me. At least there there may not be a proven option, but at least there are some guys who you could sort of rotate in. Like I like Quincy Williams. I like uh, Quan Alexander if they can show up and stay healthy. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't hate any of the I you know <clears throat> can maybe Jamie and Sherwood steps up. Same thing yeah, with uh, Nasal Dean. Yeah, Nasruddin and Sherwood if will all be these, like if their all these guys make project the middle linebacker or their project linebackers to see, uh-huh. you know, if they can end up because they were both drafted as safeties, but they planned on bringing them in as linebackers and they did they did play a decent amount last year and I saw some flashes so yeah hopefully well, you know I that, mean that's the thing though is like a lot of teams are made by you know having that late pick that turns into like an animal I mean yeah. sometimes that has to happen for your team to be successful. So, well, the thing that I have, like, maybe not amazing, but like solid at least. Right. Well, the thing that I have, like, see, the thing is with that linebacker spot, like, I'm at least confident in that, like, there could be a a reliable rotation of guys alongside CJ Mosley, but I don't feel the same way about that, that D tackle spot. I just don't. I just, I don't, I like, I like that grouping. Like, set. Yeah, Quinnen's set, obviously. Quinnen's playing, uh, playing for a new contract. That's obvious. But, like, I feel better about a grouping of Quincy Williams, Quan Alexander uh, at linebacker than I do Sheldon Rankins and Solomon Thomas at D-tackle. It's just not, you know, I I think there's going to be an issue. And I think that's where, you know, I I think at some times this year, the Jets are going to start, they're going to start to miss uh, Foley. Yeah. They they let him walk, obviously, but... Uh, I think they're going to start to miss a guy like that who can uh, be a lo- who could perform alongside Quentin Williams. Now there is also don't forget the possibility that you could put uh, John Franklin Myers inside though. Yeah, like, that's what I'm going to say. What they could do is they could put JFM into the tackle because he has played it before, and yeah. then have Carl Lawson, JFM, Quentin Williams, and then you know you decide who you want to be your other DN, whether it be, or maybe it's just, why do I get the feeling that like Jacob Mark and Jermaine Johnson? Here's the thing. You didn't say Jermaine Johnson right away for that DN spot. And I don't know if you agree with me, but this, do you feel like as if like he's behind? I mean, the thing is, is I haven't heard enough of him, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he hasn't stood out nearly as much as a guy like, of course, sauce was picked 22 picks ahead of him. But, yeah. you know, it's on that's he obviously there are different the opposite ends of the first round. But like, I don't know, I, I get the feeling that Jermaine, I could be dead wrong. Let's be honest. I could be dead wrong. Like Jermaine Johnson could show up yeah. one and be an absolute, uh, you know, stud or shows flashes that he can be an absolute stud at some point And, you know, it works out. But I don't know. I feel like right now I. Jermaine Johnson is going to get time. There's no doubt about yeah, no that. Matter what. But I, I feel like they, if you're gonna, if you're gonna slide JFM inside with Quinnen, uh, have Carl Lawson at that primary defensive end spot. I think the other defensive end you could start off with. It doesn't have to be Jermaine the entire time. I think you could obviously. Well, that's what I was saying. I think it would be more so maybe like yeah, a mix rotate a guy, you know, like Huff and Jacob Martin. Huff, Jacob Martin, maybe Martin. You don't get caught. 
Yeah, Michael Clemens yeah. as well. I mean, Clemens is. Uh, they seem to love Clemens too. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, he his first, at least his first preseason game was an animal. He's uh, only a fourth rounder. Yeah, like I'm, I'm saying, like you know, he was their last pick in the draft, but th- he was the Jets' last pick in the draft. But don't forget, they didn't have any, <laughs> they didn't have any they picks didn't, for didn't the six or seven. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he's like still, a fourth rounder is still like a solid. Like, yeah, I mean know, that's someone that's someone who could be expected to start, you know, down the road, like year three. Yeah, I wouldn't impossible. be surprised. I, I would be, I would be pretty surprised if he got cut. I think with the way At it all? seems that they talk about him. Um, you mean this year, Clemens? Yeah. No, Clemens doesn't get it. They're, all those draft picks are making it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't, like, maybe down the road, obviously, if he doesn't perform, but, like, the way they talk about him, it's, he's, I think he's, like, a staple. I think Jermaine's, obviously, Jermaine's not going anywhere. So, I mean, I wouldn't hate moving JFM inside, depending on what you get out of Solomon and Sheldon Rankins, and then maybe doing, like, mm-hmm. you know, giving Jermaine a chance, giving Clemens a chance, Jacob Martin, Bryce Huff, giving all of them a chance, like, just to kind of see, like, you know, it's kind of it'll kind of almost be like who's going to come out on top out of these guys. Like who's, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, JFM yeah. just got signed to a massive extension loss and still got a good amount of years on his contract. So. I just don't want I just don't want to see like JFM like I mean, I guess if it's a dominant defensive line like what Salah had in San Francisco, it, it won't matter. But like, I don't know if like it would be if you're going to pay JFM defensive end money. And he's sliding inside like for much of the year. Yeah, but, that's true. But it, also, if you're playing rookies on the DN and they're giving similar, you know, if JF like the thing is, is if JFM is, I guess they won't care at that point because he better. just wants Salah just wants a defensive line like what he had in San Francisco. Yeah, he so just wants JFM four is, guys is, who can bull rush. Yeah, if JFM is so much better than Solomon Thomas, Sheldon Rankins, you know, Nathan Shepard, whoever you're putting in that D tackle spot. Mm-hmm. is so much better than them. But then when it comes to that se- that second D end, obviously outside of Carl Lawson with Jermaine or Huff or Martin or Clemens, whoever, if they are like doing well, then I think that he would take the upgrade at D tackle over John Fagel Myers, maybe being a bit better than those options at D end. But like, if he's much better than a D tackles, why not put the DNs that are going to give you similar production, especially mm-hmm. since like, you can keep that. You can keep the DNs fresh. Like the Jets do have. Like although they are young, you still have like guys that have shown flashes. Jermaine Johnson, obviously, first round pick. Michael Clemens, as we talked, has done well. Jacob Martin and Bryce Huff have shown flashes of being good. So like you can keep the DN group extremely fresh, so that that pass rush is going to be like consistent throughout the entire game, which is I think is I think is huge. Because the Jets have the DN position for the Jets has been atrocious in the past, however many years. When's the last great DN the Jets have even had on their team? And when's the last time the Jets have had like a really good pass rush? And the good pass rush translates to everything else. It takes pressure off of you know the corners because the ball's got to get out quicker, so you don't have to cover for as long. So I mean, I think if you give a good pass rush to guys like Sauce and DJ Reed, and then you have Michael Carter in the slot, like. You know, you're looking at what could be a much improved defense. Obviously, you know, it is the Jets, so something is bound to go wrong somewhere. Um, like last year when Lawson tore his ACL, but or Achilles. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of roundabout of saying, like, I think the depth on the D and the D ends spot could definitely make this, you know, pass rush really good, and therefore make the defense overall just way better. But mm-hmm. you do have those question marks of, you know. How are we going to be against the run? 
like you said, we have question marks. Who's going to be next to CJ Mosley? Is Quincy Williams going to be able to replicate? Then, you know, outside of Quincy Williams, who's the other D tackle going to be? Like, mm-hmm. how are we going to be able to stop the run? And, you know, we're not going up against, you know, in our division, the, but the Pats are a huge run-heavy team. The Bills, that's like, you know. But then you have to worry about Josh Allen and then with the Dolphins, you know. I mean, their running backs are just like – they just took a chance on like four different guys. So – but well, we yeah. still have to play the Browns without Deshaun. So they're going to heavily rely on Chubb and Kareem Hunt if he's still there. So that's going to be – Jacoby's going to pick Sauce apart. Yeah, Jacoby's hey, picking hey, Sauce apart. Hey, you're, hey, I'm a Zach Wilson truther, but you are a Jacoby I'm, truther. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Maybe not so, as much as you are with Zach, but I am pretty big uh, Jacoby truther. Yeah. I mean, the, it's tough because, like, that first game against the Ravens, I mean, it should be some pretty good matchups. Like, at least we'll get to see, like, Sauce on Bateman. That'll be fun to watch. Mm. If, like, I, I assume the Jets aren't going to do, like, the, you know, what they used to do with Revis where he just shadowed somebody. I'm assuming the Jets are going to be like, all right, DJ, you stay on one side, Sauce, you stay on the other, and that's just going to how it's going to be. But I assume at some point we will get Bateman versus Sauce, which will be fun to watch. See if the Jets can somewhat stop Lamar from running all over them because that'll be a good indication if they can do it against Josh Allen. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm excited. I can't I, I'm ex- wait. For I, I'm gonna like, well, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to like. I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm looking forward to a, uh, what you call it, a uh, preseason game. But you know, if they're gonna play their starters for at least part of the first half, like I get Giants Jets, like that, that'll be fun. Though. I mean, I, I think I think Dable is gonna play uh, Jones. I mean, maybe a little bit. See, the thing is, Jones got series in the first two preseason games. He was on the field for three series last game. So, and I think after the Kayvon Thibodeau scare, I think they may want to dial it back a little bit, potentially, yeah. for the uh, regular season. But we'll see. But, I mean, I, if they have, uh, if their starters are playing, like, that's something I watch. That that would be a good first uh, first half matchup at least because I just want to see what you know because Jones just looked good in the preseason. By the way, I got you saw I got yelled at on Twitter. Oh, did you? I actually didn't see it. Actually, no, I didn't. I, I didn't get yelled at. I they 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 responded to uh, <laughs> like ESNY's tweet. Of what I wrote. It was when I had gone to the game on uh, Sunday and I had written my story and uh, I said Daniel Jones and the offense had an up and down night, which they did because <laughs> that, why, while Jones did go 14 for 16 and he did lead a scoring drive um, that ended in a Antonio Williams touchdown run or is it Joshua? I think it was Antonio Williams touchdown run. Uh, they did have two turnovers before that. So I understand Jones went 14 of 16 and he looked sharp and he had a connection with David Sills who should make the uh, final roster. David Sills has been a training camp and preseason favorite the last couple of years. He should act. He, he has to make the final roster this time around, especially with Colin Johnson tearing his Achilles and Darius Slayton probably getting traded or cut either one. But Jones looked fine, but the overall offense had an up and down night. If you have two turnovers and a touchdown, is that not up and down? No, that am is. I they, not, am they, I wrong? No, they're like no, they're, you're not wrong. You they think I have an, they think I have an agenda. Like, 
it's 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 preseason like and people get mad every time that you like the thing is is like you're gonna get it from both sides if you were hyping up daniel jones you'd also have that those same people being like oh you like you know like you're just saying this like blah 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 blah. like he's just saying this just because he's a giants fan and he's biased and he's this that and the other thing like you know they're always gonna say stuff like that like no matter what side of of, like the cup you're on yeah so i just don't like the thing is 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 there's nothing to show that jones is going to make this massive leap like yes there's been flashes of him being solid but like the thing is, is in preseason, it's completely different, like, how the game played. They're not always playing their starters. The starters, for the most part, with something not to prove, probably aren't playing 100%, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, I just don't see, like, like, you have to, like, for me, it's like I'm waiting to the regular season, whether it's a good camp, a bad camp. If you make the final roster and you're going to play in the regular season, then you just have to wait and see. You can't just be like, oh, well, Jones looked really good in in preseason and in camp so he's going to be the next second coming like how many times has that happened that we've heard oh this preseason guy has looked phenomenal and then what does it turn out to be so there's people that just get mad like it wasn't up and down he was great i mean yeah he what do you say 14 or 16 with a touchdown or how many touchdowns did he one or two he didn't throw a touchdown no he i mean he led a scoring drive so okay uh, let us, i mean so the bar we'll, we'll, which we'll which is fine because the bar is low after the last yeah. couple of years, so, so it's like fans will take anything. Solid. Like, yeah, you have a scoring drive, but he had two turnovers, like you said, and people were like, oh, that went out of the, the tight end's hands, but at the same time, it was a high throw. So, mm. like... It yes, was a high throw. Yes, he's it, also got to catch it, ball. but it was like, also a like high He's got to catch it, yes, 100%. But it's also a high like, throw. Like, yeah, at the same be, time, you have to remember, like, if it's an on-the-money throw, like it should be, then, like, yes, so he should have caught it. But yes, it doesn't mean that it's completely not Jones' fault at all. Like, if it was a better throw, it wouldn't have been picked. So at the same time, it's like, you know, and like you have to be super critical of a guy going into his final year, fifth year option not picked up. He's playing f- to be a starter ever again in the NFL. Like this guy right now, Daniel Jones, if he doesn't, sh- isn't very, like, if, like we said, if he's not very good and the Giants win games, he's not going to be on the team. But if he's not at least pretty good, Mm-hmm. This year, he's he's not gonna get like he'll get signed as a backup maybe, and he'll be a he'll be a career backup for the rest of his career. And, you know, yeah. nothing against that. Yeah. But at the same time, like I assume. Well, he you, you never know what you never know what will happen. Like you know, it, it there's a there's a bunch of different scenarios that could happen if and when he is off the Giants, whether when whenever it is, whether it's as early as next year. You know, we 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 all thought that Trubisky would never be a starter again. And there's now a chance that he could start week one because the Steelers also have a rookie quarterback who is eventually going to be the starter and the hopeful franchise quarterback. But, you know, we never thought we'd see Trubisky start a game again. And I mean, he might not, but I mean, there's still a chance he starts week one. So it depends yeah. on what the scenario is after, you know, you could see if Davis Mills isn't the guy in Houston and say the Texans want a bridge quarterback for the next guy. I, I, I'm just, throwing out a hypothetical like you could see jones going there you know it's all going to depend on the situation i wouldn't throw jones's career away if he's off the team after this year because you never know what's going to happen i mean look at Tannehill. we never thought we'd see Tannehill again all of a sudden he was signing that contract with the titans and he's been the starter for three years so i mean they're trying to move on from him i don't know if there is exactly you know outspoken about it but 
his time is, you know, at least coming to an end soon after they took Malik Willis. But, you know, I, I, I'm not going to throw Jones's career away if if he's off the Giants after this year. You never know no, what's no, going to no. happen. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, the thing is... is he's fighting for his Giants I, tenure. He's fighting for his Giants tenure, but he's also fighting to even... So, like, if Jones plays well, and... But, let's just say, but the Giants end up with a top five pick. So, you know, they're like, well, we want a new guy, right? Obviously, top five pick, mm-hmm. cheaper money, everything. Most likely going to take that new guy. I'm saying Jones also is like, like the thing is, is right now Jones is like, you know, obviously no one knows what's going to happen. Yada, yada, yada. If he wants to have a chance at being a starter next year outside of the Giants. So let's say he like, he has to play well, say the Giants out there like, all right, we're moving on. We're letting you go. He could maybe get a chance to prove himself at, you know, maybe a bridge quarterback. Like maybe someone needs a bridge quarterback for a year or two, Mm. or maybe someone will take a chance on him. So he has to play very well this year or at least somewhat well to get that guaranteed opportunity. Yeah. So I'm not throwing his career away. I'm more so saying like he's got to make throws count every single time. He can't really have those games that he had in the past where, you know, every th- four or five games, like, yeah, oh, you know, one game was good. One game was really good. One game was okay. One game was okay. And then he had that one game where, you know, he would just throw three picks and fumble four times or not. That never happened, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he had those games where he had Three like four or five turnovers. Times. But there was games like he did where, not have you know, four every, or five like, turnovers in a game. In a game, no. not four or five. Like total turnovers. You're saying there's never been a game where he fumbled twice and threw two picks. No. I think there's got to be. I mean, I there's bad so. games. I don't. No, I don't think so. No, no way. Four turnovers? No. I mean, there were games where he threw three interceptions. So you're telling me there's never been a day where you threw Hold three on. picks and fumbled once. Like, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking right now. So you're. Are you? So am I. So you, am I. Yeah, and you want at least four turnovers. Yeah, I would say four. Okay, so that's I got three. I got I got a couple threes. That's yeah. That's a little concerning. There's never been a four. I got three. Really? Wow. No. Jones did have some. I'm looking at 2019. Do, Jones do did have, have some. Actually, there were like three games where Jones had, I think, 13 touchdowns, no picks or something. I, I forget what the exact. Yeah. He had four touchdowns, no picks against the Lions, four touchdowns and no picks against the Jets, although Jamal Adams did rip the ball out of his hands. And then he had five touchdowns. Jones. I don't even think Jones fell. I think he just like. like well, that was when that was when Jamal blew up Saquon, too, like threw him back. Like five that was when, yeah, that was when Saquon had a one yard rushing. That game. Uh, that game. The Jets, yeah. Damn. Yeah, with, like with Daniel Jones throwing four tutties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how bad the so Giants defense funny. was. I, I just looked up an article that was like, Daniel Jones' brutal day headline, Giants blowout loss to Rams, and I'm reading it, and I realize it's written by you. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a headline I would write. I was like, what was I, that I last year? What was that last year? Yeah, it was October yeah, 17th got last year. Crushed against the Rams. Yeah, they got destroyed. Okay, so okay, they've so I was wrong. There's them. never been, there's never been a a uh, a four turnover yet. I really thought there was because nah. there's been so many like. It, it's never gotten that bad. At least I don't think. But it's it's bad in the sense that it's like. He had three picks against the Rams in twenty two, and that game he had three picks. So you tell me you didn't have a fumble? Damn it. <laughs> Well, the thing is, 
is oh my god did he oh my god he did yeah he threw three picks against the rams against the rams and he lost one fumble all right fine you're right so there was one game there's one game there was four no no, there's one game it's it's not so much that like there will be so many games where he has all these turnovers it's more so the fact that it's consistently one two one, maybe three, like that 2019 season, it was just consistently at least like one fumble every game, whether he lost it or he did it. Yeah, his rookie season, well, his rookie season was 2020, right? 2019. It was 2019. So 2019, yeah, that was when, didn't he have like 20 fumbles or something like that? Yeah, he had 24. Yeah, like, had 24 uh, touchdowns, so. I don't think I'm he's at. Sure I don't think he has that. I don't think he's at 21, 24 since. I think he has, he had twenty four touchdowns his rookie year. I think he had eleven in twenty twenty, and then ten last year. But the, 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 he also missed six games last year. Yeah, I'm just kind of, so so. Daniel Jones has played in. He's played. <laughs> he's played in. What, I'm trying to do the math real quick. Thirty eight games, and he's fumbled thirty six times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's lost yeah, anytime, fumbles. anytime he fumbles, somebody will will tweet that like the updated number. Like anytime yeah, so he, he fumbles so during game, like someone so, will tweet out like, "Oh, it's now it's thirty eight games and thirty this." Like it's it's always like every every single Giants game I watch, I go on Twitter. I'm on Twitter during the game. Jones fumbles. That's all I see is like this many games, this many turnovers. Like that's it's always updated. And then yeah, like yeah. that been, that Rams game hold, though. But we, we hopefully we'll see this year if he can upgrade like and not and like actually hold on to the ball. The problem is, I mean, I I just I don't know. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it does come down to coaching, but I think a lot of it is him and instincts and knowing when to you know talk it like when to get rid of it or. You know, knowing when to step up, knowing when, to, knowing how to sense that pressure from behind, um, and getting out of the pocket when you need to, or scrambling when you have the space to. I think, and when he's got to learn how to protect the football better when going to the ground, and he's yeah. got to go to the ground better. Like he can't. Last year, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he fumbled in the season opener against Denver. By he like he didn't slide, he dove. Like he sort of like you know purposely fell forward. To the ground and fumbled it. Yeah. So it's like. Well, I mean, Zach's got to sh- learn to just go down too, instead of trying to cut back and then fucking. He's got to learn how to go out of bounds. Yeah. Just go down, please, for the love of God. Now Don't get the injured again. I can't. De- I can't deal with this. Again. <laughs> or tore the meniscus. Yeah. So. Well, that's like. So I don't want to see like seem like I'm hating on on. I don't want to see like I'm completely hating on. Daniel Jones, I just think that no, like, there's no hate on Daniel realistic. Jones here. You have to be realistic here. Like you just have to be realistic in the in the in the fact of like yeah, I don't hate he on Jones. like at the end of the day he is screwed. He and like whether or not it was his fault is is yet to be seen. Maybe it was a coaching problem. But the question is is also like is like is it too late? Like with Sam, could he have been good in the NFL? I think so, but he got screwed. He didn't have the correct. You know, he didn't have the like the correct team. He like the coach, obviously Adam Gase, I think is you know debatably the worst coach of all time with his, with his tenure with the Jets. So you know, but at the same time, it's like it could be too late. And with Sam, it was too late, as you could tell. Went to the Panthers, which isn't the best team ever. But like, and people will say, oh, those first three games, those first three games, 
He was throwing slants to DJ Moore and screens to Christian McCaffrey. The guy wasn't doing anything special. He was just managing the game. Hey, but Sam Donald was 3-0 and when he was back. Yeah, everyone was saying, oh, the Jets those three stupid. games, those three it. games proved that those three games proved it was the Jets' fault. Yes, and yeah. everyone, everyone was sitting there being like, I knew it, I knew it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, Zach is the answer, and I was like, and then everything <laughs> crumbled, everything crumbled, everything crumbled, which is not surprising because Zach is just not it anymore. And like, I think he'll be a good backup for like, you know, the future. Like, I think he'll be, like, he's a smart guy. He's going forward. But, um, yeah, I just think that you have to be realistic with where the Giants are at. The roster isn't currently made to win now. They're probably not going to win many games. Daniel Jones will most likely, whether he has a good season or a bad season, be shipped off at the end of this year. And we'll move on to somebody else and restart the whole process, which sucks because you don't want to go through another three or four years of doing this and not knowing if the guy's the guy and you can convince yourself like I have that Zach is the guy. So your next guy, I'm sure that the fans will convince is the next, the, you know, the next, you know, quarterback that's going to bring him to a Super Bowl. but it's what you have to do, you know? And I think that's most likely the the scenario that happens. So we'll, we'll say though, maybe, maybe we'll both be wrong. And Daniel Jones will like go for like, 4,000 yards, 38 I touchdowns, love, I would, and I would 10 love, interceptions. I would love to be wrong. Yeah. But I like being yet, yet you have to – I mean, I was – I mean, how many people were wrong about Josh Allen? But that's also different, though. So. Yeah, you. I was. 100% I was wrong about Josh Allen. I also I, I also don't – not the biggest fan of Trey Lance. Could be wrong about that. Um, I've been wrong about a lot of people. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think they're tra- – I think they're going to cut Garoppolo. They're close to it. I mean, they're they're the, I, the G. Uh, There's no point in him being on the team anymore. So. No. <laughs> well, like, and I don't know if anybody's going to trade for him because I don't know if anybody is that desperate for a quarterback anymore. The only even the even only, Cleveland like, even Cleveland is moving forward. It seems with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Well, I mean, I the only way that it really happens would be if somebody like got injured and they still thought they had a solid chance of winning. Like, I don't even know. But like, if a team that's set up to win now for instance, and then their starting quarterback, like let's just say the Rams, say Stafford gets injured. Mm. Could they win with Jimmy G? Maybe. Like Maybe. that team is built to win. Um, and it almost did with Goff. So it comes down to who's better, Goff, whatever. doesn't matter. So, you know, that's, I mean, but the thing is, is there's no one in that position now. So it's right. like, and do they want to hold on to him and pay him that salary? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure if they cut him, they have to pay some of it, obviously, but. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, we'll I, yeah, like I said, I don't think the like you said, I don't think I don't see the Browns like doing anything. No, with I don't either. I think they're moving forward with Brissett and Josh Rosen is on that roster too. And then when Deshaun comes back, uh, you say goodbye to the one of them, I guess, unless they're going to keep three quarterbacks on the roster. But uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's what'll happen with that. That's still months away. I mean, he's not coming back till November, right? Yeah. November, yes. whatever. Week, week 13. Week so, 13. Um, yeah, see it then. Anything we want to get off our chest before we end it? Uh, no, I think we're all set. Yeah, for I think now, we're good. Uh, so Sunday at 1 o'clock, Giants-Jets at MetLife Big Stadium. Game. Obviously, Big game. it's a Oh, huge game. <laughs> Biggest game <laughs> of the game. year. Dude, huge game. Both, team, both are 2-0 and in the preseason. I know. This is, for, this is for the title. Uh, this is, this is yeah. Jets, this is our Super Bowl. 
Jet home game. Nah, it's a Snoopy Bowl, right? Don't they have like the trophy, like that, like MetLife Snoopy trophy? I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, never yeah I've never seen. I've never. I don't think I've seen the trophy, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, Jet the home game. Why is it Jet? Oh, because the uh, uh, what you call it? Jets have what eight home? J- yeah, John- NFC teams have nine home games this year in the regular season. Yeah. Jets it was the opposite. Yeah, and the AFC has eight. Yeah, so Jets home game. Uh, yeah, are you going to uh, – I, I was trying to go, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I definitely can't go. I'm, I'm going to be away this weekend. That's right. You got your, your your tour of the U.S. that you're still going on. You're going, you're going to every which place. But somehow well, every the- time we record, you're back home in your apartment. Like you, you yeah. always come back. I'm, I'm doing weekend trips. Well, next this coming weekend is Rhode Island. The weekend after that's when I'm going to Maryland. So, but yes, it has been. It has been. It was Vermont one weekend for a bachelor party, Chicago the next weekend. Hence why I got my Cubs hat on. You know, I'm not a Cubs fan. And then yeah, so then Rhode Island, Maryland, and then at mm-hmm. that point I'll be back in Boston, hopefully for a few months, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to keep getting on planes and traveling two or three hours every single weekend. I haven't been on a plane in years, not since 2019, I think. Yeah, well, COVID kind of stopped a lot of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Same thing with concerts. I haven't been into one of those in, since 2019 either, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, but all right, should be a good game and uh, looking forward to it. I hope they play the starters, though. I really do. Yeah, let's I hope it's a little more exciting. Yeah, I hope, but not for <laughs> too long, to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. Don't play yeah, like Kayvon Thibodeau is in in the second quarter and he's like almost like we thought he was going to be done for the year. He was holding his yeah. knee. Like, no. I, the, you the, know, the couple series. Flacco was going to be in to the third quarter or something. No let's, get, let's give Flacco, Flacco a quarter. Flacco, quarter. I, I, I wonder if Flacco will play. If he does, we'll play a series and I'll be the rest yeah, of the Yeah, he's not going to play too much. Yeah. Mike White, the, the GOAT. Mike White and Chris Strievler. They'll be there. Same same, with, uh, same with Tyrod and Davis <laughs> Webb and DJ and Davis Webb. Yeah. Hey, Davis Webb Webb came through against the um, against the Bengals last Sunday. He did. No, he had a good game. (laughs) He did. Hey, I'm dead serious. Yeah. At the end of the game. Because DJ didn't play much after when the uh, Jones didn't play much from second quarter on. So, like, Davis Webb was 22 for 27, 204 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) Yo, Davis Webb, the future of the Giants franchise, confirmed. Davis Webb was supposed to be like the original uh, Eli successor. They drafted him in the they drafted him in the third round in 2017, and people like some people thought he was going to be the guy, and then like he was surprisingly cut before the 2018 year, and then he came back this uh, he came back um, this past off season, yeah, because he was with he was with Dable and Shane in Buffalo. So. Hey, he's still only he's still he's still only twenty seven, you know. He's yeah, no, time. no, he hasn't been in the league for that long. He was twenty seven. Yeah, he played a cow. The Daniel Jones successor. Let's go. <laughs> nah, he played a cow, but he played at Texas Tech prior to that. Yeah, he was a third yeah, round draft pick in twenty seventeen. He was on the Jets as well, twenty eighteen. Oh, he, he took a stint with the Jets. He was just little, going around like usually. Little, uh, little yeah. cup of coffee. Over yeah, backups usually do like to bounce around a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see him play. Uh, should be good. But if you made it this far, thanks so much for tuning in to the episode 115 of the Wide Right Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ryan Honey E S N Y and at Robert Letnin. Uh, as usual, 
listen to and subscribe to the podcast apple podcast spotify art radio stitcher google podcast wherever in the world you get your podcasts uh rob thanks so much for coming on the program once again and i'll talk to you guys soon